It's the beacon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Beacon, the podcast where I have magic powers and I'm trying to find other people who have them too. Always remember, that's what The Beacon is. It's a signal that if you're going through some strange and inexplicable hardships and everything feels like it's out of your control, then you are not alone in that. And in fact, there are lots of people who want to help you with it. I know that just a couple months ago, I was struggling with the idea that I might be the only person in the world like me. That is, a person who can just make and control fire. And now, uh, quickly put that away before the fire alarms, uh... Anyway, now I know there's a bunch of other magic people, and my life is... uh, Well, I was going to say better from then, but there are certainly some factors that have made life, um, worse. And I, I can't exactly say life has been less complicated now, but um, uh, some things are still um, uh, good, I think. Anyway. Wow, B. What a ringing endorsement of your own show. Wolfie, I asked you not to talk during the intro. I know, I know. But I just thought I'd offer you a little constructive criticism before you got too far in. Besides... You said I could edit this, so I'll already know what to cut. That's not the point. It throws me off when someone interrupts me, and now... Now I have to start over. All right, sorry, I won't interrupt again. Go on, do your thing. (sighs) Hello, and welcome back to The Beacon, the podcast where I have magic powers, and I'm looking for other people who have them too. It's been, uh, two months since the last episode, and boy, have some things happened since then. If you listened to our last episode, then you'll remember that- Oh, hey, can I explain this part? Cause shit, that night was wild. And I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who was there and conscious for all of it. Cappy, please, can you just let me do the intro? I've always done the intro alone. Yeah, but it's not like you had anyone else to do it with back then, so- Oh, would you just let her do her thing? Just- Shush! Wolfie, it's- What? Don't I get a say in anything? Do you think I'm going to make us look bad or something? Look, I don't care if you're the next Albert Einstein and you've got a new theory on how to make gravity 20% better or something. If B is trying to do her thing, then just let her do her thing quietly. Guys- Am I at least going to get to say something eventually? In my own defense, at least? Because, look, maybe I didn't give the best impression last season, but I still- (laughs) If you didn't want to leave a bad impression, maybe you shouldn't have gotten drunk that night and said- Wolfie, Cappy, please. Can you two both just relax for, like, two minutes? I just need a little room for the intro, okay? Then we can all talk. Well, it's my room you're both hanging out in, so I'm just saying- Are you for real? Just shush. Just shut your mouth already. You're the one who keeps coming over here. If you don't want to be in the talk zone, you can just leave. Oh, would you stop holding that over my head? I keep coming over because there's a belligerent prince from another world hiding out in my room. And between him and you, I slightly prefer you. Aha! So you do like me. Oh my gosh, can you give it a rest already? 
I like you more than an unpredictable sword-wielding alien. I also like you more than I like sleeping with scorpions on my pillow. That is just the baseline. Got it? The bare minimum of likability. Then why don't you go study in the library or something? Because I... <clears throat> B, can you tell her to just drop it? B, can you tell her to stop being so stubborn? Well, at least she finally came to pick up her recorder. Hi, and welcome to The Beacon. This is, despite disbelief, a podcast where your host has magic powers and is trying to find other people who have them too. That host is me, B, like the insect, and funnily enough, I've already managed to find a few of those people. There's uh, someone with uh, super strength, uh, someone who can bring their art to life, someone with, um, with, 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 um... Hey, why'd you stop? You were doing great. I mean, I would have added a little pizzazz since it's your big season opener, but you know, that's just me. Um, no, it, it's nothing. I just let myself get a little distracted. Um, here, I'll just start over. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to The Beacon, a podcast about real people with real magical powers. I'm your host, B, and, um, believe it or not, I can make fire appear with just the snap of my fingers. Nice. Anyway, it, it's been a few months since the last episode. We've needed to take some time off since, uh, uh, well, since a lot has happened since then, but now we're back and better than ever, and ready to catch you up on everything that's happened. Uh, so, um, to, to start with, uh, um, to start with, uh... What? Thought train derail again? Um, yeah, um, sorry, I, I just- You can ask her to stop, you know. What? Uh, um... No, I, I wasn't. Shoot, I was doing the squeaky thing again, wasn't I? No. Yes. Ah, sorry. I just hate sitting still, and you know when you're in a wheelchair, sometimes that feels like it's all you can do, so I always end up fidgeting with whatever's nearby, and there's hardly anything more nearby than the thing that you need to scoot yourself around with. No, no, no. It, it, it's not that. It's- It's fine. Hawk knows she can squeak sometimes. Just like I can run my sewing machine sometimes but not when someone else is trying to focus. We both have to be considerate of each other. Right, Hawk? Yeah, yeah, I'll- No, honestly, I- It- It- It wasn't the wheelchair. I was just distracted by your new room. Sorry, I, I haven't really been by to see it that much yet, but it's really nice and- And big and- and, um... And it's super clean now, too, right? I had to... You had to? Moth had to clean up most of our mess before he moved to the wheelchair accessible room, so now we've got all my comic books in my bins, and all her cosplay stuff in her bins, and it's great, and there's still tons of space to try out sweet spins and wheelies and stuff. Check it! Hawk, if she wants to work, let her work. You know, I... I might actually just go record at Newt's place. He's got a little studio with good acoustics. You're both probably busy anyway. 
busy, I'm practically bored out of my gourd. I can't even perform in the theater production this semester or practice with Ballroom Club because, wow, those are two non-wheelchair-friendly organizations, and I didn't even know what to do with all the spare time. Don't you still have a double major and orchestra and probably a bunch of other things I'm missing? Yeah, but that's all normal stuff. How am I supposed to just go back to being interested in all that now that we know everything we know, you know? There's just so much to think about right now, and not a whole lot I can do, so I need a lot of outlets of other things to think about. Oh, by the way, do you want to hear some of my ideas for an updated costume design? Um, sure, but... Moth, you're, you're not too busy for us to talk about this, are you? I have to finish hand-feathering the rainbow wings for an Angel Horse OC cosplay that a customer gave me two weeks to complete. I haven't slept in three days. I will never rest. By which I mean have at it. I'm gonna make some tea. You want any? Um, sure. Heck yeah! Boil that water, and let me paint you a word picture of the most fabulous costume you've ever imagined! Just think about it. Off-white and gray, mottled to look like feathers, and a big, sparkly hawk emblazoned on the chest, and the most glorious golden cape you've ever seen! Seriously, hawk? A cape? Do I even need to say it? Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of The Beacon, the show where me and a bunch of my friends have magic powers and are trying to figure out what to do with them. I'm your host, B, like the insect, and today's episode is all about keeping you, the listeners, in the loop about... Uh, about what's, um... Uh... What's... Um, Newt? Hmm? Why are you doing... that? I'm always trying to expand my artistic boundaries, B. Music is an art form, too. And as far as I know, it's one that won't literally spring to life for me. What? Well, it is very pretty. Of course it is. And, again, I just wanted to say thank you for letting me use your apartment to record in. It's nothing. But, um, would you mind putting off practice until after I'm done? If it's not too much trouble? Sure. It's no trouble. Oh. Really? Yes. Is there any reason I wouldn't? Um, no. I guess not. Well... Go on. Oh, right. <clears throat> um, hello, and welcome to the Beacon. Is that all? No offense, but after two months, I think your constituents are going to be hoping for a little more substance than that. I know, I know. But at this point, it's just... It's just... No, it's just so much. There's just so much about about the loop tile, about Hawk, about Cappy, about you. About the elephant living in your room? About Lassie. Didn't he say he hates being called that? Right. About Prince Lassie. <laughs> you know, you're more fun when you stop pretending to be so nice all the time. I don't... Never mind. The point is, there's so much to say... And I don't even know how to begin saying it. And even if I did, I don't... I don't know how I'm supposed to do the show like I did it last time. 
I thought things were just starting to make sense. And then he showed up, and now I don't know if I should be telling people how I think it is, if that's just going to get turned on its head too. That seems like a lot of irrational conditionals there, B. Do you have any real reason buried in there? I don't think I want to share everything again. Before, it all still felt kind of abstract. But it's too much of me now, and I just... I just don't feel comfortable sharing all of that. Well, then don't. You don't have to give up all of yourself for your show. But... But that's the whole point of the show. I thought the point was to let people know they're not alone in the weird things happening to them. You can do that well enough by letting people know that we're all still alive. If anyone comes banging on your door wanting to know more, you can tell them everything else one-on-one. -on -one, and then only if you feel like it. Then what do I fill the rest of the show with? I don't know. Tell them about Cappy's greatest hits of failed romantic overtures. Tell them about your over-eager roommate trying to find her place with a bunch of magic weirdos. Or just tell them about the sad excuse for a chef salad served in the cafeteria. You might as well whine about your day, since it seems to work for everyone else online. Yeah, I... I guess that could work. Thank you, Newt. You know, you're... You're better when you're not trying to pretend to be a, uh... A big... Jerk. All the time. A for effort, C plus for execution. Right. So, um, thanks for having me over and all, but, um, I, I think I might just go finish recording in Cappy's room. It, it's Wolf's turn to watch Thalsal, so maybe it'll finally be quiet there. Huh. Good luck to you on that front. Yeah. And, um, Newt? Hmm? Um, is there any word yet on when you're getting a real door for your apartment? Landlord's been dragging our feet. It might be plywood and the kindness of strangers keeping my stuff safe for another month. Yeah, but w when you do get your door, you'll let me know, right? So then Thalassol can move in with you instead? Sure, B. As soon as I get that door. So, um... Hi there. It's, um... It's kind of been a while since we talked, right? Like, six weeks? I mean, talked outside of me sending you emails and messages and you not responding. But I don't think it really counts as talking if the other person doesn't respond. You didn't delete any of your accounts this time, which I guess is what confused me. Because I... I didn't know if you were disappearing on purpose or not. And I keep wondering if you're still seeing my messages, but... Choosing not to reply. So I guess I thought... 
Maybe if I sent you a voice message, it might make a difference. Or maybe I... I just needed someone to talk to. Someone who isn't on Team Super Magic, because... It's weird now. Because I... I probably have more friends now. More good, supportive, present friends than I've ever had, but at the same time... Sometimes I... I just can't talk to them. Sometimes they annoy me. And sometimes it's them who make me anxious again. And sometimes I... I just need someone who isn't them to talk to about it. Even if that someone is... Just an overflowing inbox. Can you guess where I am right now? It, it's not really anywhere new. It, it's just the good old archery field of dreams. You know, where I used to come to practice my powers. Yeah, it's even more empty than usual right now since... Well, since it is the middle of winter. And I'm just out here sitting in about three inches of snow. Don't worry, I, I have my coat on this time. And I have my fire. Although, actually, I, I don't get that cold outside anymore. Maybe it's just getting more comfortable with my power, but it seems to help. Like, it, it keeps me warm from the inside, like... Like my own internal combustion engine or something. So, it's not so bad to come here, just to get away sometimes. It's one of the only places that feels quiet anymore. Like, do you want to hear what's going on with Wolfie and Cappy? Because even I'm not so sure I know what's going on there. I, I told you about how they sort of met that second time, right? You know that Wolfie knows that Cappy likes her, but that Wolfie doesn't seem so sweet on her, so you'd think they could just leave it at that. But the thing is, ever since our room got more crowded, Wolfie's been taking her books and homework over to Cappy's room a lot since she's got, you know, just a normal roommate. But she even sleeps over some nights, which I understand because, you know, um, it, it's just sort of maddening sometimes trying to fall asleep knowing that guy is sleeping right on the other side of the room. But she tells Cappy constantly that she's still not interested, and then it seems like they can't be together for three minutes without Wolf trying to go in for the kill. And then Cappy. I don't get why Cappy is still interested if Wolfie isn't interested back. Maybe it's just me being asexual, but I still don't get why anyone is willing to put up with so much just because of attraction. Or maybe this is just on account of Cappy in this case, because she's been kind of off for the last two months, too. I mean... It's not like I even knew her that well before all this happened, but I i think what happened with Hawk really did a number on her. Cappy, I mean. Like, she used to be so, so loud and proud of her power, and now, even during power practice, it, it, it seems like she's holding back. Like she's afraid of hurting someone again. Or maybe she's just tired lately. 
I understand that too. I can't say the same about Hawk. I mean, that girl is insane with everything she's doing. Even though she's been in a wheelchair for two months, I don't think it's slowed her down one... Not... I don't know. Maybe she's just bored because she misses her super speed. Out of all of us, I... I think she was the one most attached to her power, so... It's not like recovery has been entirely easy for her, even outside of the physical therapy. I mean... She hasn't said anything about how hard it is, but she also seems so upbeat all the time that I... I don't know. And then... Well, th then there's Newt. Newt has just been kind of... Well... Newt. Kind of cold and sarcastic, but he helps when I ask him to. He listens to me, and he usually gives good advice about what to do, and maybe that should be enough. Maybe I shouldn't need this if I have him to talk to, but I know I only have part of him. I know that he hasn't approached me or anyone else about anything he felt that night, so I just can't tell what's going on inside of that walled-in gothy head of his. You'd think a guy who talked about his tragic backstory so often would be more willing to open up. Like, did you know that whole spiel of his is basically pre-recorded? He told Wolf and Cappy basically the exact same story, pretty much word for word. He's, he's so wrapped up in trying to protect himself and his image that even that story has... I... I just wish he'd be more honest. I wish they... We all would. Because, honestly, after everything that has become real in the past few months, a tortured monster, a magic prince, a whole other world, there is a whole other world out there, and and it is filled with magic, and monsters, and princes, and it's just, it's so much. It's so much. And I wish all of them would open up about what they're feeling, and if they're scared, because I know I am. I am terrified. But I'm also scared that they're hoping I'm not scared. Because if they need me to be the brave one here, then I just... I can't... I miss you. Did I say that yet? Even if I did, I think I need to say it again. I miss you. I wish you were here. I wish I could tell you all of this in person, because it was always easy to tell you these things. You never judged me for not being brave or for not knowing what was the right choice. You never wanted me to be anything other than me. 
you know what? You're not here. As far as I know, you're not even listening. And maybe you'll never listen. And at this point, I am getting really fucking tired of not being listened to. Of being talked over, of being pushed around but still expected to know what to do, and told to accept a world that I never even wanted because... You know what? This has been helpful and all, but I'm not doing it again. I can't keep waiting for you to come back. Goodbye, Fox. Just whine about my life, huh? Hey everyone, welcome back to The Beacon. I'm your host, B. Gather up, folks, because boy, do I have an episode for you. Let me tell you the story of the number one pain in my ass, Prince Thalassol. The Beacon is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. The voice of Wolf is Sarah Ruth Thomas. The voice of Cappy is Alicia Atkins. The voice of Hawk is Beatrice Blackwell. The voice of Moth is Cena Breyer. The voice of Newt is Robert Balderstone. Guitar for this episode was provided by Mandy Hall of the Shoebox Podcast. For more information, visit thebeaconpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at thebeaconpod. We'd like to thank our associate producers for this season, John Christie and Timothy Legrone. We'd also like to thank Indiegogo backer, Tina Daniels. Want to listen to another audio drama? Try Moonbase Theta, out. It features the weekly shutdown report of the last operating moon base, interlaced with personal drama, poetry, and messages of love and concern for those left behind on Earth. We think you'll like it.